0: Good morning, good morning. On today's podcast, I have special guest, Brian Andraco. Brian and I talk about discovering your one word as a navigator. First and foremost, Brian is a dad to an amazing young boy that keeps him young and energized. Brian is a podcast host, blogger, writes books and consults solopreneurs and startups in the best sales practices to grow their businesses. When Brian discovered through his journey that he is a navigator and his North Star is to help navigate people to just get started, It all starts from within. It starts with an understanding that we cannot discover happiness until we discover ourselves. He feels that if we can focus on building that awareness, then we'll have a greater appreciation for the world Welcome to your Hidden Edge podcast, where there's a belief
1: that each and every one of us has a hidden edge, one that could unlock that next level of success in any area of life. Unfortunately, that edge is hidden tucked away and buried deep underneath layers and layers in this podcast we'll uncover the hidden edge of high performance leaders executives athletes coaches and authors to open your mind and stretch your frame of reality if you know you want more can do more and be more then this is the right podcast for you let's uncover your hidden edge
0: Welcome to the show. I am extremely excited to have special guest Brian Andraco on the show. Brian, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Jeff. Good to chat with you again, man.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to, uh, to dive in, excited to, to have this great discussion today. So let's get right to it. Your hidden edge, what is it? And then how did you go about discovering it? Always like to start off with that thought-provoking question.
2: Yeah. And I probably take down on a few <laughs> areas. So reel me in if I, if I start going on tangent, but, um, uh, I mean, I, I think that if I kind of sum it up into one phrase, one sentence, what have you, I guess the hidden edge, really, that it took me a while to come across is we only discover happiness once we are willing to discover ourselves. Okay. And it took me a long time to really, and that kind of led to, you know, the compass framework that I developed and really helped me analyze a lot of decisions and, and kind of where I'm at in my life. Um, but I have to give credit, I guess, you know, one, and, and you know, this, we've talked before, but like, no, you don't do this alone, right? Mm-hmm. This journey is kind of has, if you have the right support system or people around you, you build that. And I have to give a shout out to my mentor, Rich Keller, who really helped me define my one word as a navigator. Okay. And it was from a lot of things that, you know, we looked at childhood and then kind of, as I went through adolescence and, and obviously early adulthood, but realizing that, you know, helping navigate people to just get started. Is kind of my core mission in life. It's my north star. Um, it's it's what I'm going to do for the next 50 years. Um, it's just because I was so stuck in my life, um, complacent. You know, had a lot of fear, like playing a lot of small ball, and I didn't realize until I kind of went through this whole discovery process um, that I could do things different. I could get started. I could try things. I could you know taste a different life if I just put myself out there. So that's kind of been the, the whole journey in a, in a very small nutshell um, of just really understanding that I had to look within, I had to figure out what Brian was all about. And until I did that, I was never going to at least have some sort of happiness or at least know the direction I should lead to, to be able to have more happiness.
0: Okay. So I love that, that piece. Let's go back to before you had your mentor, You're stuck. You're in that spot. I mean, describe that from an emotional standpoint, from a feeling standpoint of where you were at, because I, I would guess, and I would be led to believe that there's a lot of people right now in that spot, right? Where they're stuck. They don't feel like they can get ahead. They're, they're, they yeah. do have no clear direction. So describe that a little bit to, to, to the audience.
2: That, I mean, that's yeah, where I was, I kind of, you know, grew up in the whole my I think a lot of people have this mindset still of, Hey, I, I go to school, I get a job, you know, work my way up the corporate ladder, you know, try to have a family, have a nice life, I, you know, kind of the old Steve jobs, you know, don't bang, in a, a, you know, don't bang in any walls out there and just kind of have a nice life. And for the longest time, that's how I was. I was, very consumed by the opinions of others. And that made a lot of my decisions in life or, or lack of decisions. Maybe I guess no decision is a decision. Right. Right. Um, and so that, yeah, that was, I mean, I was feeling very, like I said, complacent. I was very fearful of, of doing anything. So I was kind of in this shell. Uh, there was a lot of loneliness, uh, just a lot of like areas where I just didn't feel I could do anything. It was always the job. I don't know if you had this, but like, you kind of look out at others and you're like, wow, look at what they're doing. And they're doing these great things. Ah, man, that'd be cool, but I can't do that. That's, they got either a lucky break or they were in the right position or they, they did whatever. And what I realized, that's a bunch of BS, yep. right? It's a bunch of BS. And that was, I think, a lot of the mentality you know, as a child growing up. And again, a lot of things I got in my head of that, I'm some sort of different person be- than they are. And the reality is it's we're on two different paths. We're not. The whole comparison thing is really interesting to me because for, for a long time, it was like, oh, if I do this, 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 I'll get to where they are. I, but actually, what, what I've come to realize, and maybe folks don't agree with this, is like we're on totally different paths. Like I can't get to where you are, Jeff, because our lives are totally different. Right. I can say, oh, it'd be cool to do this or that or, oh, that's pretty neat what he's doing. But to actually say, oh, I can get to that spot, it's impossible because we're on, we have different lives. We have, we live in different areas. We're different ages. We have all these different things going on. So that comparison really kind of got thrown out the window. And what it allowed me to do was expose myself, like, okay, well, let's create the life that I want then. Let's not, let's not live in this shell of like looking at other people. Let's actually live the life that I want. And that's where that whole discovery, and by the way, a, this didn't happen overnight, and B, I'm still still discovering every single day. And there's a lot of struggle. You know, the journals at night sometimes are sloppy and and, mm-hmm. and don't look great because there's a lot of thought to it. So, uh, anyways, that's yeah. It's taken a long time though, but I feel at least now I I kind of have my you know compass, if you will, if I use that kind of metaphor, pointed in a better direction because I feel like I've devel- uh, I, I've developed my purpose. I feel like I've leaned into it a lot and realized what I really want to do. Um, and that's helped me make a lot of better decisions over the last few years.
0: Gotcha. And it, so back to complacent and loneliness, kind of the path that we're just society tells us to go. It's kind of we're programmed here. We're gonna, we're gonna go. We're gonna have an you said it, like a nice life. But I feel like many times it's not fulfilling it's not purpose driven and that's where that complacency that loneliness that that itch on the back of your neck that never goes away like you know yep. you can can be more happens and then you know the comparison piece and this i used to be in that way right of comparing myself and i i remember i had evan carmichael on the show and he's you know huge in personal development i think his youtube channel has over 3.5 million subscribers and he told me he still has Imposter st- syndrome. He still deals with self-confidence issues. And I was like, if he, if he does, anybody does. And that's what I've, it's just the human condition. It's the human journey. So that's that's a powerful, powerful piece to, to talk about as well as, hey, it's going to take time. Yeah. Right? It, it, we, we are all wired to want to hit that grand slam home run, to want to do that amazing thing and have instantaneous results. It just doesn't happen that way. And I think so many times that that's what creates unhappiness is that expectation that other people have done it overnight where many times you haven't seen the 20 years that they've, they've put into it to, to get there. So I appreciate you sharing kind of where you were, how did you find your mentor and how did you start to build that process of self-discovery and start looking internally because i would i would say brian and, and you probably are, see this as, as well not many people are asking themselves difficult questions of who am i and what do i want so i'd love to hear from where you're at to finding your mentor and how did that first yeah. kind of baby step go right as you start to to put the toe in the water and start to look internally
2: well and i I think part of it is, you know, we're scared of what comes out, you know, when we sit and and this is something I go through a lot. I've, it's actually fun. I've had, I've had this conversation within the last week, twice, two different individuals. Uh, They, I was talking about journaling and they don't like to journal not because of the process of writing, but of what actually they might write. And they have to read that back, you know? And, I think it's powerful to journal. We don't have to get down that rabbit hole. But the reality is, is like being able to let those fears out, let those anxieties out, let those things that are in my mind out on paper. That's something that I do regularly. And it's really helpful for me. But back to your your question. Um, yeah, I met Rich um, at, a, at a conference called NextGen back in 2019. And it's just one of those things like, so, you know, there's these people that you meet in life. And, and, you know, we don't click with everyone. Some people become, you know, there's acquaintances or colleagues or friends, and then some become like these balls of energy that <laughs> you just love being around. And Rich is one of those people. And I, you know, I catch up with him every few weeks. Um, and again, he's just this unbelievable, you know, uh, human being just in, in, in simple terms. Um, and and he's someone that really wants to see you succeed. And he has a, his own journey of kind of how he was in corporate America and left. And, and now he has this really mission to help impact people find their one word because it kind of goes back to, you know, uncovering if you discover who you are, it allows you to make that impact. But it's hard to make an impact if you don't know really where you are. If you're not settled with yourself, it's hard to kind of move forward. You know, you get you get kind of stifled, if you will. So yeah, meeting Rich in 2019 and then just kind of developing this over a few years. One of the things we did was really go back and look at childhood. Okay. And realize that, you know, there was a lot of, um, and I don't have to go into all these stories based on our time, but like just realizing there was a lot of uh, great people that I was around and recognizing like grandparents and even my, you know, like, like my mom, for an example, but like definitely my grandmother and grandfather and like the kindness I found from them and, and really saw the humility, you know, the selflessness, like a lot of those things. I, so I built a, a lot of those things into my repertoire just from being around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the other things we discovered, and this is kind of leading of why, you know, the, the kind of path to just get started and kind of the you know helping people navigate that way is really around empathy and kind of this emotional intelligence that I realized as a kid. So one of the things there, when I was a kid, so I was a middle child. Okay. And what I realized was I, I had all this like love I wanted to give, but just the way and, and You know, you have to think about your childhood, right? I don't know how your family was, but like for mine, we didn't say we loved each other a lot, if ever, right? There wasn't all, now my mom gave gave me hugs, all that stuff. And she, I'm sure, you know, she said she loved me and stuff, but for the most part, there wasn't a lot of that. So I had all this love I wanted to give. I I was very emotional as a person, but yet I couldn't share it out in the world. I felt kind of like in this bubble of, of Brian that I couldn't share out. So what Rich helped me uncover was like, Hey, these are things that are true to you. Mm-hmm. But now as an adult, you have that choice to share that out. You have that short, you know, that choice to give, um, which is something you wanted to do as a kid. And that's kind of what sparked this whole thing of like, you know, the navigator um, to help other people navigate because not only have I been through a lot of stuff, but just being able to think through and, and ideate and ask questions and sometimes the difficult questions to be able to get people to another spot. So I'll pause there. That's a, that's a lot of tangents, but that's kind of where this whole process of like you know discovering happiness. Well, it really just comes to being comfortable with sitting with myself, which was very challenging for a long time because I didn't want to see what was inside. I had a lot of pain, a lot of fear, just a, just a lot of self limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. and I think we all have those.
0: Yeah, I I know I've had some big ones that that I continue to work on. Right, and it, it's not like once you. automatically fix them and then they're gone. They're always there. You just have to continue to to feed the positive side versus those limiting beliefs. So let's get to to kind of the journaling or this process of self-discovery and taking time for yourself. I know there's there's a couple things that I do to do that. What is low-hanging fruit for someone who's listening, watching, wants to start that process but feels very uncomfortable. What are what are a couple of things they can do to kind of start to navigate, dip into that, that self-discovery process?
2: Well, I would say the first thing is accept that that's what you want to do. Like you have to make the choice, right? There's this, if you, if you look at the bridge between change, right? I think there's, we all want to change at some point, right? We could use the fitness analogy. That's always the simplest one, right? Hey, I right. want to get in the gym or I want to lose weight or I want to do whatever, mm-hmm. but it's the commitment to that change. That's really important. So, and I know you talked about this when when you're on the Just Get Started podcast and, and obviously with the other shows, like, you know, habits are so important, being able to create these small, you know, micro habits, if you will, to kind of build right each day. So that would be the first thing is like, what are you doing in your day to sit? So as an example, right, I put in a morning routine and I put in a bedtime routine because one of the things I noticed in my life was. I was scattered throughout the day. I was doing all this stuff and like I wasn't getting great sleep and then that was impacting how I started the morning. So I said, all right, I'm going to put a bedtime routine in and I'm going to set that up and then I'm going to go ahead and after that was set as I'm going to put a morning routine in. Now, I could go through those, but the reality is everyone can have a different one. There's no like right or wrong with that. Well, one of the things I do at Before Bed is journal and I ask myself four questions and I would encourage folks to, to think about this. So the first one is, what are you grateful for today and why? <clears throat> the reason this is so important, I don't know if you do gratitude journals. I, I, didn't like them. I did those because I was like, okay, I'm writing the same three or five or 10 or whatever the journal, you know, like, let's pick one. What is one thing I'm grateful? Let's focus on that. And then I have to answer why. So it's not just I'm grateful for my son, let's say. It's yeah. why am I grateful? Like, did he do something that day that really impressed me or that was really interesting or whatever? So that's question one. Question two is, what one lesson did I learn today? Hmm. Someone wants to put two lessons, sure. But again, it makes me reflect on the day that just happened. And right. what is one thing that I could learn from the day? We should be learning a lot of things each day, but what's the one most impactful thing? Okay. It's number two. And then number three, and this is probably the most, this is actually how it started, the, the, this journal that I created is what can I let go of? Okay. So one of the things that I found is like having a hard time going to sleep. It's not just because I had ideas floating my head and I was thinking about a lot of it. I was very anxious and worrisome about things that were going on in my life. Okay. So asking the question, what can I let go of today? I always think of Elsa from frozen when I'm talking about this, but like, what am I, what can I let go of today? That's on my mind. That could be anything. Remember, all we're trying to do is get it out of our head and on paper. And one of the things I found that was really interesting is A, it's probably not as bad as I think it is. Mm-hmm. But then B, when I write it down, I don't take that into bed. Like right. in terms of, I'm not like thinking about it when I'm trying to sleep. So it helps me fall asleep quicker. Um, and then the fourth question is um, what one big task am I going to do tomorrow? Okay. And when am I going to do it? and the reason i ask this again this helps me if you can see where i'm going with this it's like okay you know what am i grateful for let's you know have that gratitude mm-hmm. where you know what's a lesson i'm learning what can i let go of so the anxiety is not there but also i i'm going to look at tomorrow and i'm going to say if i want to keep moving right actions creating that mood if i want to keep moving forward with the things i want to do in my life i what's one thing i'm going to do tomorrow like if, if i can just do one thing what's it going to be and then when am I going to do it? Because most times if we just say, oh, I'm going to do X, and then it gets to 9 p.m. at night and you're like, ah, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Right. Put down the time, like write down, hold yourself accountable to that time that you're going to do it. And it doesn't have to be any grandiose thing. It's just something that you want to accomplish that's important to you that you're going to get done the next day. So that could be the workout. That could be starting a project. That could be whatever. So anyways, that's the, I'll, I'll pause there, but that's kind of the journal aspect, which has been really helpful for me over the years to think about what are the things that I want in my life, what's going on well, what's not, and then being able to progress forward. And then looking back at that journal on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis and be like, wow, yeah, there's a lot here that, you know, and, and and to see how the life has kind of expanded over that, you know, time period, whatever it is. So,
0: yeah, I think I think that's important because so many times we forget what we've done or what we've accomplished or what we're attacking. But I do, I'll just take the last item there, item four of saying, Hey, what's my one big thing tomorrow? And when will I do it? Yeah. Cause your subconscious mind ruminates on that as you sleep, mm-hmm. it, it's setting you up for success and the mind craves that clarity. So I, I love how you say, what time yeah. are you going to do that? I was speaking with someone the other day and I asked him what his goals for were 2023. And he said, lots of revenue. And I, I kind of asked him, do you want some helpful positive feedback? He said, Yes. I said, yeah, you need to put an absolute number to it. Lots of revenue. That could be one dollar or it could be a million dollars. The mind doesn't know. So I, I love that that piece to it. What are some other ways to just get quiet? Or what are some other things you like to do to to just get quiet and listen to yourself? I know there's a couple of things that that I do daily, every other day, you know, sometimes once a week to just get get quiet and listen to uh to what my intuition and and mind saying
2: i mean i guess two things that i do one is in the morning routine i have a meditation for 10 minutes okay and i don't do any i used to do like guided meditation with headspace Um, Mm. i don't do that anymore i just sit and with my thoughts okay and and try to bring it back you know because i get scattered with those thoughts you know that's like your thoughts go all over it's like bring it back you know center it um and the other thing i do is i go for walks I, I walk now, a lot of times I'm listening to like a podcast um, yep. during that. Sometimes I don't, but that's just my time to get out. i one of the things I love the most is when I have my son is we go for walks every day after school. And that's something right. like so important. I look forward to it's a chance to talk and just kind of, again, all the crap that goes on in our lives. It's just a way of like, Hey, we're on this walk. We're in nature. We're kind of enjoying it and everything else kind of goes away. Um, so that's a time where I'm like able to think a little bit a lot of times it could be related to the podcast I'm listening to, for instance, and, and maybe some thoughts are going through. So I, so like, if you saw my notes app, I don't know if you use like your notes app for that, but it just scattered with so much different stuff. They're so like, oh, wait, let me pause it. And like, I'll type something. in. So yeah, those are probably the two areas where it allows me to sit and think. But again, I, I want to make sure I'm clear on this. It's It's being intentional, though, when I'm trying to, whether it's the journaling or meditation, it all comes back to the intentionality of trying to go to the next spot. So where am I at today? This is why like I developed this compass framework, okay. right? There's, you know, the seven steps to it with character, occupation, you know, mental health, physical health, um, assets, support systems, and self-awareness. We don't get into all those today, but the reason those are important is if we have something going wrong in our lives, or we feel like we're you know depressed, or we have other stuff going on. It's not just that one area. Right. So mm-hmm. let's use fitness as an example. Oh, I, I feel out of shape. I'm, I'm not whatever. Well, there's other things like maybe it's your job or maybe it's the people around you, what you're doing, like all of those. Maybe it's your financial ability to maybe get a personal trainer or buy healthy food or whatever it is. There's so many different things impacting us in life. It's not just the thing that we kind of were hurting. Mm-hmm. So being able to spread that out and look at all those different areas can really help us. Like, and, it, and it's kind of corny, but it's it's to set the compass in the right direction, right? If not, it's kind of spinning around and we just feel like we're stagnant. So I think that's really what important just maybe for everyone listening in is like, make sure you're sitting and understanding where you are today. Because if you don't know where you're at today, if you don't know where you're lacking in some areas of your life, it's really hard. This goes back to the self-awareness piece and kind of sitting and, and learning about yourself. If you don't discover where you're challenged, well, how do you know what to change or what to improve? Right. right? So those are things that I think are important to, to kind of understand. We get stuck because there's a lot of things in our life that overlap, but sometimes we're unwilling to see those. So it's a the, the simple analogy I'll make, or maybe it's a metaphor, but like imagine like going into the wilderness, right? If I just said today, like, hey Jeff, we're gonna go out, let's you know, go out and explore, and we bring nothing with us, sure, we'll be good for a little bit right. What's nightfall hits. I'm like, where are we sleeping? You know, what are there animals out here? What's going on? But if I was preparing myself for that journey, right. Whether it's educating by sitting myself, I was listening to things. I was whatever. Now I go out in the wilderness. I actually have some tools there. So when I run into problems and challenges, I can actually figure those out on the fly. Right. It's like bear grills being out in the wild. Yep. I can actually, I can actually be able to solve those problems and then move forward. Versus just kind of sitting in a spot. And so that anyways, that's a, a way I would like people to think about it is like, what tools do you have in your belt to be able to help you on your journey? And if you're not sitting and understanding where you're challenged, it's really hard to do that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I love you brought up walking such a, I forget the Latin phrase off hand. It's like Salvatore on or it's, it's solved with walking, right? And it's okay. basically like, I, I love taking a walk. And I'm the same way. I typically have an audible audio book that I'm listening to. But if there's something that I'm challenged with or a, you know opportunity that I want to explore, I keep the phone at the house and I just go for a walk. And that's just great to have that peace and quiet. I would also add on one of the things I love to do that makes my sons uncomfortable when they get in my truck with me is I have the radio off and I drive in silence. Yeah. Right. And So many times we're, we feel like we constantly have to be plugged in. I, and you might feel the same way. I actually enjoy being unplugged and just sitting with myself. It's, it's such a self-discovery journey and, and great practice to get into. So your one word, what is, what is your one word? A navigator. Navigator. Okay. Navigator. Love, love that piece. And then where can uh, where can people find you where can they they look you up I've I've loved the discussion loved the self discovery loved the quiet and kind of getting into to who you are as a person
2: Yeah the uh well easiest way is my website com, so brianondrak o.com um and then you could you know the just get started podcast has been my kind of passion project You're, you know our is launching next Tuesday so everyone nice. check out um, with Jeff next Tuesday, uh, the 14th, but, uh, yeah, I just, uh, the podcast has been something I'm in year six now, uh, awesome. you know, really excited for, uh, kind of where that's going and, and obviously with the children's books and all these other things, it's, it's just, again, it's understanding, you know, what your purpose is and going in that direction. And by the way, a lot of people say, look, I don't have a purpose. I don't. Well, then you, again, discover that by sitting with yourself. What really do you want to accept? that you enjoy, and then go try those things, go experiment. And ultimately it'll lead you down that path. And at worst, if you don't find your purpose in something, at least you have a new experience you can pull from. So that'd be my encouragement for everyone.
0: Love it, Brian. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being on the show.
2: Jeff, Thank you so much. I enjoyed it.
0: Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Create a legendary day, rise, fight, love, repeat, get after it. And I'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you for listening to your Hidden Edge Podcast. You are now part of the movement, part of a tribe who's on a mission to uncover their hidden edge. We are stronger together. So please share this. Show up with one person in your network that you want to help. Together, we can empower others and connected, we can make a dent in the universe.